Hi everyone, uh, my name is Luani Lekhasu. Welcome to another episode um, of my podcast because that's what I'm doing. I have a podcast. <laughs> um, I have to remind myself um, sometimes because I actually can't re- I can't, yeah, I just can't, um, what's the word now? Even vocabulary escapes me. But I just can't believe that I have, you know, I've done it. I, and I've been wanting to do it for so long. I've made a lot of excuses as to why I shouldn't do it or why it wasn't the right time to do it. Um, but I'm glad I finally did it. I'm glad that I have, you know, finally decided to to honor this 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 part of of me um and what i want to do now which is actually quite related to what i want to talk about today which is honor your season um and it's a hard thing to honor your season and i'll explain what i mean by that but i myself don't like to (laughs) to honor the season that i'm in um i'm very goal driven i'm very ambitious um i know and i've always been told and affirmed that when i start something i generally can do it i can do it well um so sometimes i think that becomes a not so great thing in that um you know sometimes you kind of amp up too much of what needs to go into something and it really isn't all that um so let me not talk around in circles let me actually talk about what I what I want so so yeah so honoring the season is about how do you understand the season that you're in right now i very much believe in seasons um you know not just you know winter summer spring and uh, and autumn but really the seasons of your life I believe that there are times in your life where you're really going through a lot of stuff um, and there are times that feel a little bit quite seamless um, and things are going quite well um, and there are no struggles you know maybe minimal struggles so it, it's not to say when things are going great they're always going to go great and things are going bad they're always going to go bad um, I just believe that there are times in your life where you go through stuff and sometimes seasons are long, sometimes seasons are short, but I do believe we go through, you know, periods um, and seasons in our lives. And most of the times we glaze through that and we don't understand that we are going through stuff because we just want to get to the end of it. Um, you know, and I think it's important for us to to acknowledge where we are at. So the first thing that I think is so important is acknowledge that there's something going on in your life. Um, you know, I, I do one of one of the workshops that I do uh, or that I facilitate is called resilience. And the the interesting conversation about resilience is that people think being resilient means that you don't go through pain. Um, they believe that being resilient it means that the adversity doesn't affect you. Um, but actually, that's not true. Being resilient is bouncing back from the pain. Um, it's bouncing back from the adversity. It's being able to live happy and content and contently contently that's not a word but be content um with the situation that's happening in your life you know regardless right of of what's happening so being resilient is about coping it's about strength 
um, but it's also about acknowledgement. It's not, it's not suppressing your emotions. Um, it's not, you know, it's not avoiding the pain. It's not avoiding the situation. And I think so many times we get caught up in this false understanding of resilience that we think we shouldn't feel it. We should just move past it. And I say this all the time. Emotions are like a boomerang. They will come back for you. And unfortunately, they come back at this most inconvenient times of your life. And, you know, you need to get through stuff. You have a deadline and suddenly you're bursting into emotions or emotions start leaking and you start snapping at people and your colleagues and your friends and all of that. So it's important to address emotions because if you don't address emotions, you're actually going to feel it at some point, um, whether it's grief or trauma or, you know, just toxic workplaces or relationships, whatever pain or adversity you're going through, it's important to address that. But, you know, more than just, you know, being able to address the situations, I think it's also really just being able to, like I said, number one, acknowledge that you're going through stuff. Acknowledge the season that you're in. You're not happy. You know, how about let's start there. Let's start with you acknowledging right now that you're not happy right or acknowledging that you think you could do better or acknowledging that you think you should have more or acknowledging that actually you are down and out um, or that you're feeling anxious or you're not feeling as confident as you'd like to be how about acknowledging that things are going great for you right stop looking for you know the doom that comes or the bad that comes um you know that maybe things are going great how about we start there you know but honoring the season we have to acknowledge where are we um let's locate ourselves in our emotional state what are we feeling what is the emotion that is the thread of your week um or the thread of your life never mind the weekend where maybe you might escape to alcohol or maybe you might distract yourself with friends or maybe you might you know distract yourself with activities never mind those distractions and those moments of escape when you're not escaping when you are sitting um, by yourself that moment when you're about to fall asleep on your bed when you don't have your phone and the thoughts start coming what are you feeling all right because that's where it catches us the most you know that moment where you lie on your bed and you're just about to fall asleep and the day is processing itself you know whether it's annoyance or gladness or joy or anger um in that moment where we are rested we start feeling things or we start thinking things. Some of us shrug those emotions because we don't want to think about those things. Um, and some of us actually feel them, which is why a lot of people struggle with insomnia because there's so many unfiltered thoughts, so many unprocessed thoughts that come into our minds just as we were about to sleep or when we want to fall asleep. So what is that feeling? What is that emotion? What are those thoughts that come to your mind? in those rested spaces, right? When you're by yourself um, or that moment when you, the thought catches you of God and you're like, mm, I don't wanna think about this. What is that season? What is the season that you're currently going through? 
And then when you kind of understand what season you're going through, it's important to honor that. And by honor that, I'm not saying, you know, you must create a shrine for it. Um, by honor it, I mean, you need to understand why is this emotion? Why is this feeling? Why is this season here in my life? Right. Um, so if you're feeling, for example, a lot of anxiety, let's use that as an example. If you're feeling a lot of anxiety lately and you're not an anxious person, you have to ask yourself, where is it coming from? What is it that I am afraid of? What is it that I'm worried about? What is it that I'm concerned about that is about to happen in the future or that I believe that I haven't been able to achieve that I'm actually anxious about? Right. Where is the anxiety coming from? If there's one thing I always emphasize in therapy, and I think most therapists do this, even if they don't necessarily vocalize it, it's helping people understand where does this come from? Where does the depression come from? Where does the anxiety come from? Where does the struggle to let go come from? Where do the thoughts that you have about yourself come from? Because everything comes from somewhere, right? Our thoughts have roots. Our emotions have roots. Everything that we have in our lives doesn't just pop up and come from nowhere. It might feel like it if you're not necessarily connected to the source of the event or the thought process or the incident that happened. It might feel like it's sudden, but nothing is ever sudden like that. Um, all right. Something has happened, you know, hijacking, you know, neglect, a comment, a thought, a trigger somewhere has happened. It's not, you know, out of the ordinary. It's not out of nowhere. Um, and you have to understand that for yourself. So where is this anxiety coming from? Why am I feeling anxiety suddenly? And you have to be honest with yourself right? Because we struggle to be honest with ourselves. We struggle to just be realistic with ourselves. We struggle to just say, oh my God, I'm not happy, right? I have everything I've wanted. I've got the master's degree. I've got the house. I've got the car. I've got, I don't know, the partner. Whatever it is that you've been thinking is going to be your door to happiness, and then you're like thinking to yourself, oh, actually it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Right? We struggle to be honest with ourselves. And that's what delays us. We get delayed for our healing um, and for our journey to get to our happiness and our sense of contentment because we're just trying to escape all the time. We escape by looking at people's lives on social media. We escape by alcohol or by activities or by people um or just not wanting to think about things so let's not escape let's think about it where does it come from and what does it need from you right so i've said and i've shared um in this podcast that part of the reason why i didn't want to um kind of start the podcast is because i just like things being done well right and if you if you like think to yourself but why so what if your um, camera isn't the clearest or, you know, your lights have a little bit of a shadow or you don't have the props that you want? Like, that's not really the message that you want to deliver in any case. You know, you want to talk about mental health. You want to talk about wellness. You want to talk about people thriving and how people can get there. So why, why does it even matter, right? Why does it even matter what... 
um, whether there's a prop or not, or whether the camera is clear or not, or whether, you know, I have a podcast microphone or not. Why does that matter? It's, it goes back to the way that you think about yourself, right? You know, does this mean that I can't? Does this mean that I'm not good enough? Does this mean that, you know, I won't be able to do the best of my ability? It's the story you tell yourself. It is the narrative you tell yourself, right? So we cannot get to the end goal of honoring the season that we're in if we are not able to be able to understand the stories that we tell ourselves. If we're not able to understand the emotions we feel about those stories. If we're not able to understand the thoughts we feel about those stories. Does that make sense? Because our thoughts inform our emotions and our emotions inform our behavior you think you're not good enough right right that's a thought you think you're not good enough you feel insecure that's a feeling you feel insecure about that thought of not being good enough and therefore you don't start something that you want to start right you know you you judge yourself the thought oh i'm not going to be able to speak as eloquently um or i'm not going to be able to sing as nicely or i don't have this thing um you know or the equipment or whatever you know your excuse is for your for what you want to achieve in your life you think it you feel a certain way and that informs the behavior that comes out at the end of it. So what are the thing, feelings that you have? What are the thoughts that you have that are then informing the behavior that you have? And what do I think is the thing that you need to do? So what's the solution? I believe the solution to honor your season is vulnerability. My goodness, I... I read. I read a lot. I love reading. Um, it's part of the thing that I've loved doing even as, uh, since I was a kid. I used to love reading. Well, I still love reading. Um, you know, as a child, you know, and when I didn't have books my age, I'd read my sister's books or even their, you know, like their textbooks and stuff. But I absolutely love reading. And I have read a lot on vulnerability. Um, I want to understand how it works. I want to understand what are the, you know, connections of it. How do you, you know, how do you overcome vulnerability? And you know what? It is so simple. Um, vulnerability is all about feeling. And what I was trying to do, I was trying to use my mind, which is logic. And we do this all the time and figure out how to be vulnerable by using our minds. And it's actually not. Vulnerability is all about connection. It's about connecting to the feeling, connecting to the thought, but also connecting to that insecurity and that fear that you have and being able to share that. Firstly, you share it with yourself because we're not very transparent with ourselves. But secondly, you share it with a person who is able to respect that. And it is so important because the reason why most people are not vulnerable is because they have shared their vulnerabilities with people that didn't respect their vulnerability. And when a person doesn't respect your vulnerability, they either take what you say to them and go tell someone else. They are either judging you, trying to solve everything for you, trying to you know insert their stories in the midst of what you are trying to share. They're not able to respect that. So what I always say is that take 
um, the person you believe you want to share something with and test it, right? Give them a little piece of information, not everything, and see how they treat that. If you can see that, mm, I don't like the way that they're treating this, I don't like that they shared it with someone else, then you know that's the end of your sharing journey with that particular person. Maybe you'll go continue drinking together because they're a nice drinking buddy, right? But you know they are not your vulnerability partner or your accountability person and you share it with someone else and that person treats it with respect or at least asks you i don't know how to respect or how to respect you in this or i don't know how to respond you know um help me through that you can see that's a person who's interested in being able to meet you where you would like to be met right and you take that and you say, okay, this person has respected my parts or parts of me or parts of what I've shared with them. I'm going to trust them with a little bit more. And you build that relationship with them, right? So vulnerability, unfortunately for me and for some people like me, um, vulnerability isn't about logic. It is not about how do I do it? It is not about all of those things. It's about feeling it right? It's about being able to take yourself out of the thoughts, the many thoughts that you may have, or all the worst case scenarios you may have, and actually just do it, right? Just tell your partner, I love you, because you've been loving them, and you, you don't say it because you think if I say it, now they're going to have a chit on their shoulder, and then they're going to know that they actually mean a lot to me, and when they mean a lot to me, actually, they're going to start treating me differently. They may, right? I'm not saying they may not. They may, but the reality is you cannot love fully and completely without being vulnerable, right? You can have meaningful relationships without being vulnerable. I have heard people that say, oh, I have a group of friends and they have each other's people, right, in the group of friends and I don't relate with anyone. And I'm not saying that's your fault, that you don't relate with anyone. Maybe nobody is compatible with you. But most of the time, what I've realized that is that those are the people that have not opened themselves up to those people. People can open up to you, but you don't open up to them. So they never feel like they know you. They never feel like they understand what you need. They never feel like they understand your desires. And as a result, they feel like, oh, this one is high and mighty, or this one is great, or this one has no problems. Every time I take my problems with, to them, I feel like I'm burdening them. And therefore, I might as well stick with this one because we are messed together, right? People relate better with people where they can see their heart. They hear your heart, they understand you because you're revealing yourself to them. Now, it doesn't mean you must go reveal yourself to everyone because you're going to get hurt, right? Not everyone out there has good intentions. But if you don't reveal your heart to the people that you can see genuinely want to be there for you, then you're robbing yourself. You're robbing yourself of the kindness, of the love, and really the security that you can receive from those particular relationships. Okay, so then, you know, you're vulnerable. And what else, Luanele? I mean, vulnerability is great. Now we can kind of figure out that vulnerability is not a weakness, by the way. Um, it's, it's strength to be able to know what you need and ask for it. That's strength. That's not a weakness. Um, so what, what else, you know, do I need to do to be able to help myself on a, the season that I'm in? wait all right nothing is as hard as waiting i don't know about you 
but I, at this point, I feel like I'm ministering to myself. But anyway, you know, I'll take it um, because I need it. Um, but, you know, nothing is, so, is as hard as waiting, right? Because part of waiting is realizing you have no control. I am a very punctual person. I'm a very impatient person. And I don't like it when people are late. But I also don't like waiting. I don't like waiting for people and I don't want like waiting for things. And I don't like waiting for processes. But I'm learning to do that because I know it works. Um, <laughs> I know it works. I know it works. Um, and the more I do it, the more I can realize, oh, this actually really works. So I'm doing it more and I'm enjoying it more. But it's not an easy thing to do. But the reason why waiting is important is because sometimes you find yourself doing a lot of things. Have you realized when you're feeling stuck and you start paddling like a little hamster and doing a lot of stuff and not, none of it has substance, you know, um, or it has substance, but it really doesn't fulfill you in any way. It's because you haven't taken the time to pause, to reflect and to actually wait and understand what does the season of your life need? Sometimes waiting um, looks like talking to a friend and they give you a different perspective. Sometimes waiting is literally just wait, just wait until, you know, the six months of your probation period. Just keep working and doing the, that, right? Sometimes waiting looks like consistency. Just be consistent in the one thing. Yes, you started a podcast. Yes, you started a YouTube channel. Yes, you started your music career. Just keep being consistent in that and wait in the process of that. Maybe you don't need to add any more stuff. Just, just keep waiting in that process and doing the same thing. Maybe you're trying to lose weight. How about you just keep going to the gym every day of the week for 30 minutes for six months? Just keep doing that because I can promise you stopping today is not going to give you more results than actually continuing with the process. Um, so wait right wait for the result wait for the right time wait for the moment and please don't use this as an excuse to not start right because remember the waiting comes after the vulnerability the vulnerability comes after the reflection right you would have understood your emotions understood your thoughts this is the season that i'm in this is what my season requires and therefore what do i need to wait for in the season right so i'm not saying just sit and wait and do nothing i'm saying do the work but then when you get to the place where you're saying i have done all my effort and my toiling can do now it's time for me to actually wait out the process that's the wait i'm talking about you have to allow yourself to go through the process the waiting process the cultivation process, the discipline process, the consistency process, right? All of that, most of the time, is out of your control. You just keep doing and let your body do the rest. You just keep doing and let your bosses do the rest. You just keep doing and you let God do the rest, right? It is not an easy process for people that are used to doing things input-output, you know, people that are used to getting things done, it's not an easy thing to do. But it is an important thing to do because you have to wait the process. You have to wait and be consistent in what you want to do. 
And then the next thing that I believe is very important in honoring the process, um, in honoring the season, is actually honoring the process. It's understanding that when you're painting, you know, making a painting, it's brush stroke for brush stroke. It's mixing the paint. It's doing all the small little tasks until the painting is done. You know, when you're composing music, it's composing bits and pieces until the full picture is done. You know, when you're trying to get a promotion, it's doing the menial tasks until you get the promotion. Honor the process, right? Um, honor the pro. What does my you know, reflection process, what has it told me? What do I need to do as a result of that? Um, I need to honor the process, right? What is the process that you need to honor? And this is so important because you need to find your individual process, not other people's processes. You know, someone else's process may look like going left, but you need to go right. So this is why it's important to take a moment and reflect and do this for yourself and for your situation. What does your honoring the process actually require for you? Not for someone else, for you. And then you set the goals of what then needs to happen next, right? You know, um, it might be a, okay, so once I've lined up these things, then what I need to do next is going to be this right? What I need to do next is going to be this, you know, especially for people that are in the season of, you know, it's like things are not going great and you're trying to get things to be great. You know, it's important to kind of do all of the steps. You're vulnerable, you're acknowledging your thoughts, you're acknowledging your feelings, you're waiting it out, but you're also planning for what you're going to do in the future, right? But you're not doing it. Just plan for it enough to understand that, okay, when my business takes off, at least I know I've got the processes in place of this is where I'll find the suppliers. This is where I'll find the network of psychologists. This is where I'll find the network of, you know, freelancers or whatever. Just have the things ready in process. Because when you start doing the planning work first, before you've honored the process, before the vulnerability, before the waiting, before understanding the thoughts, before the emotions, you actually start making goals that don't make sense to where you need to go. You start paddling, like I was saying, like a little hamster and doing things that are not going to be useful for you. So let the goal process, the vision boards, all of those things be the last step after a lot of thinking and reflection for your particular process and for your particular season in your life. And here are a couple of things that can be quite useful in quietening your mind. Journaling, right? And journaling, I mean, we say journaling a lot um, as psychologists, as people, um, mental health advocates. And I know that journaling is not easy. For some people, it's easy. They take a blank paper and they start journaling. For some people, it's not easy, which is why you've created a couple of journals to help people journal. They have a lot of prompts. I'll review one of, um, of them in one of the podcasts, you know, at some point so that you can actually understand how our journals work. They have prompts, they have tables, they have graphs. Um, they tell you it, it's a whole process of how to get somewhere, you know, five steps to managing anxiety, habit forming, you know, you know, all of that kind of stuff. There's a process into which you can journal. So journaling is very important to being able to filter your thoughts. Practicing mindfulness, meditation is important, um, you know, 
um, being able to speak with someone, when you can see that your mind is overloaded, it might help to have a session in therapy to really just offload and figure out how to start thinking about things. But all of these things are helping you honor the season you're in, right? You cannot pray yourself out of a season. I heard that from somewhere. It resonated with me. I love it, right? It, because it makes so much sense. You cannot pray yourself out of a winter. If it's cold, it's going to be cold for the next couple of months. You know, if it's warm, it's hot, it's going to be hot. You cannot pray yourself out of a season. You have to understand what does the season require of me and what do I need to be able to withhold in this particular season. I need a jacket if it's cold, God, I don't need to be praying for, you know, it to be warm. I know it's a cold season. I just need a jacket. I need my, you know, um, heater to be on. I need my fireplace to be on. I need things that are going to support me in the season. But the season is happening, right? You're not stopping the season. You are, equip you are equipping yourself in that particular season, right? So what do you need? All of those things, you're going to have to do the thinking work for you to be able to to actually get there. I hope this was quite clear for you and that I broke it down in a way that's understandable. I try, right? I try to talk about some of these things in less psychological terms because I really don't want to juggle people out of understanding just the, the, the basic concepts um, that I want to convey. So I'm hoping that you're following in what I believe is layman's terms. Um, and I don't want to like, you know, go back into, you know, in your parasympathetic nervous system, this is what happens. I mean, I don't think that's going to be useful. But really, I just want to say this, guys. Don't forget, as part of the season I'm talking about is honoring your happy seasons. Um, I went to Ayanda's podcast and I think something that seemed to resonate with a lot of people is something I said that, you know, we are so afraid of joy. We are afraid of being happy and we are afraid of honoring our happy seasons. Like you're happy and you're like, oh, something's going to happen. You know, like you are waiting for the penny to drop. You are waiting for doom to happen. And honestly, it's important to honor your happy seasons, your joy. Just take in the moment. Look at your kids and be grateful that you prayed for that. You know, look at your job and be grateful that that's what you prayed for at some point. That at some point you didn't have what you have. So it's important to actually honor our happy seasons um, and not take those for granted. Because we, we work hard for the things we have and we actually don't acknowledge ourselves for it. We don't acknowledge our happy seasons because we're trying to prepare for the when the things the bad stuff happens no be happy it's a happy season let that happiness soak in be grateful for that um be grateful for the things that are happening in your life and be able to just say i'm successful right we are so afraid of saying i'm successful as if someone we think someone's going to take it away or we think that people are going to say oh you said you're successful but you don't have a Porsche that's not my idea of success that's your idea of success let me be successful in my whatever car I drive or whatever my house is or whatever my job is. Let Our success is not the same because we don't all start at the same starting point. Some people start at zero. Some people start at minus 10. Some people start at positive five because they have privileges. So when you don't celebrate yourself, 
because you think, oh, but we're the same place as these people and these people don't seem to, you know, make a hoo-ha out of what they've done. Maybe they haven't done as many steps as you have, right? It's important to acknowledge the steps that you have, the miles you have ran, you know, the kilometers you have covered. It's important. Enjoy those seasons too. Honor those seasons too, right? It's not only about honoring the bad stuff that's happening in our lives or acknowledging that things are not going great or being, you know, sober-minded in the anxiety or in the depression that, that we may be going through, even in the joy, mostly in the joy. We need to pack that joy in jars and so that when things like start crashing, we are able to access it. And I'm joking. I don't know how you can do that. But, um, but my point is... We need to be able to be so connected to our emotions that when we are feeling happy, we soak it in. We enjoy it. We love it and we bask in it and be grateful in every season. Because honestly, um, I talk to entrepreneurs and they always seem to reflect on their bad moments as like, oh, remember that time when we didn't have money and we had 400 rands? It's like in retrospect, that's something they celebrate, right? So every season you're in, celebrate it because it's actually taking you somewhere. It's building you somewhere and it's building you in particular parts. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I will see you on the next one. And please give me some feedback and some stuff and let's learn together and grow together. But honestly, honor yourself, honor the seasons that you're in, do the reflective work, understand your emotions, your thoughts, be vulnerable, do the waiting that needs to be done, honor the process, you know, and do the other tasks that you may need to do, mindfulness, journaling, um, praying, all of it, whatever you need to do, take the time to understand your thoughts, filter your thoughts, do not escape your thoughts, do not run away from your thoughts, understand them and celebrate those happy moments. I will see you on the next one.